The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story? It has to be the shooting. Yeah. I'd say, uh, why does Glenn make rules that we have to wear jackets and then not wear them? <laughs> that would be my top story. <laughs> the first time I, I, I also forgot. I don't know why you're not wearing a jacket because it's 10 million degrees it's below zero. It's hot in here. It's freezing. so cold. Andrew. Uh, a, a ray of light amidst the shooting. And if we have time, news from Ireland. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Just rant. I want to be you. I really want to be you. You're the first you. human being that's ever said that. Thank you're you. Trust like, me, you don't. You're happy. He came in. We were in a we were in a meeting earlier today, and he was like, "Could I just come in and just watch?" We're like, "What?" He's like, "I've never seen you guys do the chalkboard off air. I'd like to just yeah. watch." He lasted about two minutes, and then he was looking for candy. Or no, I got it. I was like, oh, fascism bad. I got it. Set back down. Got a lot to get into, but first, want to thank our sponsor, RidUZone. Um, I got a, a viewer comment over the weekend, and they were like, yeah, Sarah, we get it. You were fat. Can you please <laughs> stop talking about up. it and blonde. get to the news? You were blonde, too. I was. I, was. Uh, I don't but- think that was real. Your fat was, but I don't yeah, think the blonde was. <laughs> the yeah. fat was way too real. Yeah. I think it was a the hoax. blonde was yeah, the blonde was not. Uh, but ser- seriously, losing weight is a struggle. Keeping the weight off is even harder, which is why people yo-yo up and down all the time. Um, and I know from personal experience. So what I can tell you is, Ridiazone helps with uh, boosting your metabolism and controlling your cravings. They've extracted the good mo- molecule from olive oil that does that and put it in that capsule. Um, so it's worked really well for me, uh, so I can speak for it. And we've got a bunch of viewers who came in and filmed these testimonials because it's working for all of them too. It's amazing. Yeah, it really is. So you can try it right now. Go to ridiazone.com and use promo code THEBLAZE. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E for you podcast listeners, .com and use promo code THEBLAZE to get 30% off of a three pack of bottles. And that's a three month supply right there. Okay, so. Pittsburgh. Has to be the shooting. The top story for me is the shooting, but but how we covered it. I mean, this weekend was really sad, and and we we know why. But let me take you to a different level and a different perspective. We should have handled the shooter. The press should have handled the bomber on Friday. Um, instead of saying it's Donald Trump's fault, it's Donald Trump's fault, it's Donald Trump's fault. Looking at that guy and saying, he is clearly unwell. He has been walking around for a very long time. He is, um, I mean, he didn't have any friends, didn't have a job. You want to talk about an isolated loner that is a perfect guy to, to spin up. It's him. What in society, besides the president, what in society are we doing with media and how we're covering it, and, and politics, and how we're dealing with that. What is it that we're all doing? That should have been Friday. It wasn't. Saturday is even more tragic. Here's a guy who hates Donald Trump, is an anti-Semite, clearly unwell. Well, now we have two unwell people. Have you heard any discussion about mental health? Have you heard any discussion about how suicide rates are going through the roof? What is this? What is this? What's happening to us? And then I would really have liked to uh, uh, heard a conversation on 
how do we stop this? Forget about Donald Trump. You know, we can blame Donald Trump, not blame Donald Trump. I don't think you can blame him for either of those. We didn't blame Bernie Sanders for the shooting at the baseball diamond. And it wasn't Bernie Sanders' fault, even though the guy worked for Bernie Sanders. He was a nut. So you don't blame that. And the anti-Semitism, you really have to jump through hoops to blame that on Donald Trump. Can we stop talking about that? Is anybody else seriously concerned about our country enough to have a real conversation? I Meet the Press asked me to be on yesterday. And I wrote them a letter and I said, I'm not interested. And they wrote back, no, it'd be really good. We really want your opinion. And I said, I don't believe that anything is going to be solved. In fact, I think things get worse every time a news show or a cable news network goes on the air. It gets worse because no one's looking for an answer. You're looking for something to entertain. If we're looking for answers, we should stop looking to cable news and to these news shows because they haven't given us one damn answer yet. And doing the same thing over and over again is the definition of insanity. And if you don't but if you don't believe that these, these uh, outlets are really, truly unhinged, all you have to do is CNN, Joe Lieberman. They're trying to get Joe Lieberman to say that it was Donald Trump's fault. He says it's not Donald Trump's fault. And he also talks about how this is a great country as a Jew to live in. They don't want to hear that. Then you have uh, CNN again with today, I believe it is, with the rabbi, the rabbi of the synagogue. It's Donald Trump's fault, right? Donald Trump's fault, right? Donald Trump's fault, right? No, it's not Donald Trump's fault. They're just trying to get him. And when you can't pin it, what does Mika and Joe Scarborough do? They get on and they take one of his tweets, a perfectly fine tweet. I don't even understand it because it was all about the World Series, which I didn't even know it was being played. <laughs> all about baseball, okay? They take that tweet and say, this is a message to white nationalist anti-Semites. What? Yeah. I didn't see this. Well, I didn't yeah. see the Cubs, they, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. How baseball joke. How did they manage that? Yeah. He said it. Then he explained it. Then they went to break. She comes back and she says, I want you to know I totally agree. And they talk about it. Here it is. It's Saturday. We've just had a shooting. And yes, he's come out and he said he's sorry. And he's, he's mourning and everything else. But then at night on the day of a national tragedy, he's just tweeting about baseball he is sending a signal to all of the white nationalists and anti-Semites that you can just move on with your life. Oh, my gosh. This is insanity. This yeah. is insanity. It's part of the, I think, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have, I, who knows what the answer to these things are. I mean, I think at some point when you have 350 million people in a country, there's going to be a few of them that do really crazy things. And people really hate that answer. They hate it. But I think it's true. Um, beyond that, though, I think that there is a solvable problem here. And we've talked about this before. It, it, when it comes to the coverage, there's this idea of just the obsession with this man. This man rules all of their lives. Donald Trump seems to drive everything that they think about. And I've seen a couple of people make that point to reporters after you know, the 5,000th consecutive tweet that has Donald Trump's name in it. And they say, well, what are we supposed to do? This is the, the most powerful man in the world. Here's a man that, unlike anybody else, is supposed to stand up and give us leadership on, on the way we're, we're supposed to act. 
And like, as I was reading this, I thought maybe that's the problem. The, the idea that we're supposed to go to, we would have an idea of one man who's supposed to lead us in the way we act is a larger issue yeah. than one in particular, one incident in particular. Which, which will completely factor into my Irish conversation, oh, by the way, coming up. Good. That's, that's what I was perfectly Ireland. leading actually, into. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am... <laughs> I think I'm with you on this, Stu. I mean, it, our lives were not made better by focusing on every move that Barack Obama, Obama made. I mean, it's one of the reasons why we actually banned his name on the For radio the show and four find ourselves. Years. Yeah, whenever we send it, we, we find ourselves. It, it, just out of curiosity, have you guys, I don't know if this came across your desk yet, have you read the, the new book by Ben Sass? Um, them? Yes. We, we talked to him about um, it. I have not finished it I, I've, I'm reading it right now, and I think it's spot on. And the, the premise to it, from what I can tell, is that, you know, society's this big, government's this big, and society has drifted apart, we've become very alienated, we've become very lonely, social media doesn't seem to be helping a lot, mm. and uh, as a result, people are going unhinged. That's my take on it. I don't know if he has a chapter on his That's pretty much what he said. But, I, but I, I think that that's the, the, the deep underlying problem we have. Now, I can say I don't think Donald Trump is helping in that regard, because he's yeah. not a, a, you know, he's not a, a uniter in but any you, capacity. But you, know what's, you know what's amazing? Is if you say he's not the problem, it's the immediate response is, oh, really? So you're saying he's a uniter? No, I'm not saying that. I'm not it, saying it's that. It's also falling in immediately. That's, that's portraying that, that response of, like, how dare you not agree with me on this thing yes. is furthering this us-them divide, which Correct. is part of the problem. Correct. We're all on the same team here. All of those people in Pittsburgh that got shot are fellow Americans and fellow humans, and that's absolutely terrible. And all of those people in Pittsburgh, you know, I, we're, we're, we're with them and, and should be. And, and when we have those divides and people are trying to jam them in because it's entertaining or for anything else, that's very, very problematic. And anybody, if that, if that bomber would have been successful with any of them, we would have been the first, first to say, this is horrible, this is awful, we mourn with the victims, don't ever do this, what's wrong with us as a society? I don't know anybody that would have been cheering if those bombs would have gone off. We're not like that. Americans aren't like that. And the more they push, I mean, I've, I've been doing some study on 1925 to 1939 uh, over the last couple of weeks. And it's really amazing how this is all just repeating. But if you look, fascism, Mussolini kind of, coined that term around 1915, really kind of 1922, is the first fascist state, him, in, in Italy. There were only a couple of fascist states. I think there were three in the 1920s. 1930, there's a whole, you saw it today, a whole buttload. I mean, there, look how many fascist countries, not because of Germany, they chose it. Why? Because of economic downturn. The world goes to hell in true economic downturns in times of collectivism. Well, we're in a time of collectivism. A downturn is going to happen. They're natural. It's going to happen. If we aren't a peculiar and unique people now who aren't, aren't saying the unpopular thing, and that is, stop it. Stop it, all of us. And... I'll watch over me and my family. You watch over you and your family. I'm not going to condemn you, but I'm not playing this game. I won't play this game. I'll talk about politics, but I, I'm not going to talk about the people. I want to talk about the bigger principle. We talked about this today on radio, that 
we keep talking about the politics. There was a study that came out today said, what was it, 57% say they now want a third party. I, I'm kind of with Stu. I'm not sure I believe that. But they all want a different third party. Yeah. 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 They, they all do the yeah. Garden Gnome Party right. and the Socialist Party. Yeah. Correct. So they want a third party. They don't like these two choices. And the reason why is because the vast majority of Americans say that we no longer have principles in common anymore. That we don't. Only 15% of Americans believe that we have principles in common. But then they go and list the principles. The principles that they listed were global warming. Uh, the, the, the difference between rich and poor. That's not a principle. It's not a principle. That's, a, that's, that's politics. That's maybe a problem. That's not a principle. We must have conversations based on principles because all of our problems are being caused by a lack of understanding those principles. Those principles can solve the one in, in, with Florida, with the guy with the bomb. He, he doesn't understand the, uh, the one thing. All men are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain rights. And some of those rights are life and freedom of speech. He didn't understand those two principles. And we don't understand them. We're not putting those back into place. What happened? He says they don't have a right to say that. I'm going to blow them up. And so what happens? On the same weekend, they take Gab, which I don't know anything about. I'm not defending. I'm not condemning. They just shut this platform down because of speech. The principle is speech. The same thing with, with the, the shooter in Pittsburgh. What's the principle? Forget about the politics. You have a right to practice your religion, and no one can take that away. Now, both of these guys are crazy, but we should be focused on the principles. Not Donald Trump. Not Bernie Sanders. Well, on the, you know, on the sort of treatment of this, I, I find it very interesting how a lot of us go to this idea, and you mentioned it with the media, we're talking about whether Trump is the one responsible. He's maybe not responsible. They'll, they'll give you the, well, he's not responsible for the shooting. But we can say that he's adding, uh, there are real-world consequences to the way he speaks. Um, and the discourse is, I think, you know, I think overtly bad, right? I think like it's, we're not in a good place as far as that goes. Here's, but here's an example of it, and I just don't think the media sees this in themselves at all. This is a, a GQ reporter who tweeted to uh, to uh, America and got kind of beaten up by it. She said, "In a world to my fellow American Jews, this president makes this possible here where you live. I hope the embassy move over there where you don't live was worth it." Um, which is a bizarre take. Glenn then responded uh, to it, um, and she then posted one of Glenn's, uh, you know, George Soros um, monologues and said, this is Glenn Beck standing with Jews, uh, insinuating that, again, I guess you're I, also I, responsible because you were critical of Soros. And I resp- but I responded to her, that's not who America is. Stop blaming yeah. the president for everything. Right. This is this is a crazy person. It's not who America is. We're not anti-Semites. But it was an interesting kind of example to look at because, you know, you obviously, I mean, I, I pointed out that you won the Defender of Israel Award. Uh, you know, you're well known. And many people who were, did point this out, by the way, that you are very well known for defending Israel and Jews and fighting anti-Semitism for a very long time, a very long record of it. 
Um, but what I thought was interesting is this insinuation by so many in the media that just a criticism of George Soros would make you essentially an anti-Semite. Now, George Soros is one of the most visible liberal and progressive donors uh, in the world. Um, he you know, spent tens of millions of dollars of his own money, most famously starting in, in, with John Kerry in 2004, and has continued to fund things like the Open Society Institute uh, that f- have funded a lot of issues, whether you, like we don't, as conservatives, don't like like, there are issues that I don't agree with, right? So, yes, I think that his funding is an issue that should be criticized, and his policies are issues that should be criticized. But the difference is conservatives don't like George Soros because of the policies he supports. Anti-Semites also don't like George Soros, but they don't like him because he's a Jew. They also don't like Ben Shapiro because he's a Jew. Well, Jonah, cons- Goldberg, yeah. Jonah Goldberg is a Jew, and they don't like him either. But conservatives like Jonah Goldberg, conservatives like Ben Shapiro, this is not a, a distinction that's difficult to grasp. But it's and same. that's the biggest problem is they don't have the problem grasping it either. They know what they're saying is not true. And it's just as bad, if not worse, than anything Donald Trump tweets when it, it comes is, to discourse. It's it, dishonest and disingenuous. It worked last time. Saying that Barack Obama was surrounded by socialists was racist. Mm. Got people to shut up. I guess it did, but I mean, is every liberal criticism of Clarence Thomas racist? No, I mean, liberals should be able to cr- uh, criticize Clarence Thomas because they don't like his judicial rulings, right? They don't like the way he he's, he's a Supreme Court justice. Like, you're talking like an American, not like a politician. I was going for politician. And I missed, <laughs> I missed I'm, I'm a quarter politician on my mom's side, but we only do it on you know, holidays. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Back in a minute. Quarter, huh? You dress up? You do the whole thing? <laughs> Put on the tie. Thank you, Thanksgiving I, I elections. Shake, shake with both hands and then I lie. <laughs> okay. I promise you're going to Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour, on tour this fall. I have some really exciting news to share with you guys. Mm. I finally got my iTarget Pro in the mail. Have you used it yet? Yes. It's great, isn't it? amazing. It's great. It's so great. Fun? Yeah, it's so fun. And my dad had been, he kept, have you gotten it yet? Have you gotten it yet? And he, they live out of town. He happened to be in town the day that oh, I got wow. it. So we set it up and yeah. he played with it. And it was, we both were just it is, in love it's with like it. A, it's like a real shooting gallery, but, you know, without any bullets. And you don't have to go anywhere. And it's, it's fantastic. My, my family and I, when we go up to the ranch, because I just don't have time to go to a, uh, you know, a, a shooter, you know, a range. Yeah. Um, we were out every single day shooting. You, with iTarget Pro, we can do it every single day in the house. It's great. Yeah. It's better than the duck hunt from Nintendo that I have set up in my house just to practice. say that's, you know, what I'm it, working on. That la- la- laser tag it facilities. Is, <laughs> it is way better than laser tag or duck hunt. Oh, it's great. You losers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No one's sending me any iTarget Pros. I'm so sorry. There. Right now, you, you can, can buy one. No, yeah. I think so. Can you? Yes. How do I do it? Well, let me tell you. Oh, so yeah. you can go to iTargetPro.com, mm-hmm. and then you can use offer code NEWS, and you save 10% off N-E-W-S your order. N-E-W-S or N-E-W-S? Uh, that would be N-E-W-S. Okay. Make sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not that hip here. <laughs> uh, that's itargetpro.com and save 10% with promo code NEWS. Andrew, there was a uh, crowdfunding website set up for the... Uh, the, the, victims the victims of, of the Pittsburgh shooting. Uh, fortunately, um, you know, as, as truly heinous and terrible as the shooting was and, and everything that's happening uh, after that, uh, when these awful situations happen... There are good people that step in to try and help. And uh, in this instance, 
some of the people uh, of the broader community that are doing it. There's a couple of Muslim guys um, from the Pittsburgh area that started a crowdfunding campaign to raise money for uh, the immediate costs of victims of the shooting. There, So this is like um, funeral costs, this is mm -hmm. um, medical bills, that kind of thing. Uh, and they wanted to do it as a, as a gesture of, you know, this, this happened at a synagogue. We're Muslim, but we want you to know that we're, we are sharing in your pain and we want to support you as members of the community and as fellow Americans. And they initially, I think it was either today or yesterday, started with a, a, like a request of $25,000 that they tried to raise from the Muslim community and then far exceeded it. They've now, uh, at, at the last I looked at it earlier today, it was like about 140000 Wow. Uh, and they've, they've now you know, put the benchmark up to 150000 It wouldn't surprise me if, if by now, the time that we're releasing this, they've already crested that. Yeah, I, think, I think if we see this update right here, if this is the one we're talking about, I mean, it's way above. Oh, wow. Six, Holy cow. 654. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, and what I mean, like I just I, this, um, you know, this as I said, this is a bright spot. This is um, people of multiple faiths and backgrounds all uh, putting money in this, uh, and uh, and just greatly exceeding uh, even what they thought was going to be um, the level of generosity that they were going to get out of it. So lots well, of people, well done, those guys. Lots of people. I know my church on uh, yesterday, Sunday, was talking about a interfaith march. Uh, so you have Church of Jesus Christ along with the evangelicals. Uh, along with a mosque and a synagogue, all this, I think it's Saturday, doing a three-mile march, each to each different church or synagogue or mosque, uh, and just supposed to link arms and be together. Wow. That's awesome. Really cool. Uh, so I know you were dying to get to what's going on in Ireland. Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Go for and, and it. Can I, and I, I don't think I sent it, but if they could pull up a picture of Michael Higgins momentarily, I'd like to, I'd like to bring it up. Uh, oh, there's Michael Higgins. Okay, so guys, <laughs> Look at uh, Ireland re-elected President Michael Higgins. He is the the man on the left there who appears to be maybe four foot two. So cute. He is adorable. <laughs> I am a huge Michael Higgins fan. He's, he's a lovely human being. But I, I think this is what I, I was over in Ireland about two months ago. There's him with the Queen uh, because the 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 uh, and, and there's the vampire she's married to behind her. Uh, that's that's <laughs> Prince Philip over there. Um, uh, so I was in Ireland about three weeks ago. I, I, go, I go back to Edinburgh every year. I used to live in Scotland, and I stopped over there to visit a friend and, uh, and saw kind of the, the beginnings of this. First of all, this was the most um, civil election I've ever heard in my life, where it's like, so who's your president? Oh, Michael Higgins. He's great. Uh, everybody likes him. And uh, what I enjoyed about this and what I hope America will one day do is treat our presidency the way they treat theirs. So their president, Michael Higgins, is pretty much just a figurehead. He might, he might control the military. I don't know that Ireland does that much. I don't know. If, uh, <laughs> no, Israel doesn't have a military. Uh, I mean, Ireland doesn't yeah. have a yeah. Yeah. military. He, he might be royal. it. It might, it might be yeah. that they get in a fight, they, do, they, they dispatch Michael Higgins. Um, but nobody he, wants, he's too cute. So he's too cute. Who would, who would punch that guy? No one. Uh, but, I, but I like that. To go back to your earlier points, Stu, uh, we were talking about how um, it's, it's not great to have the whole country um, focused on this one person, and I like me, me hailing from a from a classical liberal, you know, libertarian background. I, I view the president as the top bureaucrat. I do not see the the, the president as some sort of divine appointee with a, with a holy halo around him. But we've got to that point in American politics where it's gone from you know this is the head of the military to this person is the father of the nation and yeah. the seer and the the embodiment of all that is good of American like. And I, I think at that point. It, it becomes problematic. Um, and on top of that, in America, what we've done, which I hope we separate, we figured out it's a good idea to separate uh, church and state. And that's worked really well for us. What we haven't figured out is how to separate 
power and reverence. And I think those are very dangerous when they go together. And so I like Ireland because they've got power in Parliament and everybody makes fun of Parliament and kicks them around. But the reverence is reserved for somebody that's real cute and a uni uniting figure that doesn't have power. So well done. Let's do that. Let's elect, I don't know, like uh, Patrick Stewart as president. Too tall. Too tall. I think what's... Uh, Betty White. Betty White. Betty. Yes, Betty White. I, I think that, oh, that I'd go for. Um, <laughs> the thing, though, that's different is our, our president was not supposed to be... He was a guy who was supposed to, you know, um, speak for the public. He was not supposed to be this guy who had that much power. And, you know, I, I like the idea of somebody like a JFK that has the ability to say, we do these things because they're hard, or we have a rendezvous with destiny, if FDR. I mean, it's good to have that. Just don't give them all the power. Yeah. All right, back in a minute. Hey, it's Glenn, and if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. We're coming to a town near you. We're going to be in Richmond. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Richmond, uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh on Saturday. All proceeds. I'm taking all my proceeds. I'm giving it all to the uh, uh, Jewish community. Uh, in Pittsburgh Cleveland. and then Cleveland on Sunday. Get your tickets, glenbeck.com slash tour. And you guys are leaving Thursday? Uh, yeah, yep. Thursday, Thursday afternoon. Yeah. To We're going to have the biggest parties while you're gone. That you will. Oh, man, that's going to be great. Trash the house and you're in trouble, <laughs> sister. <laughs> <laughs> I find it really like Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. Uh, I'm not sure if the audience is aware, but Glenn works us like all the time. I know. We have no free time. <laughs> yeah, he cracks that whip and yeah. we are always working. And um, so I really, I used to enjoy getting facials, kind of like pampering myself. So I, don't, I, I ain't got time for that anymore. Yeah, right. um, and I felt like my skin was looking really tired and um, enter skin kick into my life, which has been a godsend for me. Um, it has 99% uh, natural ingredients. And I have really found that after about six months of using it, it has, um, it has decreased my fine lines. Um, my skin just looks more rejuvenated. And I think we've got some, uh, some before and afters. Yeah. So not it, the same person. That's the same person. Those are three people. No, that, no that's the <laughs> same person. After <laughs> the third using person looks kick. much more happy. Yes. Well, the great thing is that they have the exfoliant, and then they have the blemish relief cream and the glow renewal serum. So... For people who have blemishes, they can use that blemish relief cream. For people who have, you know, they want some sort of anti-aging uh, in there, which sadly is me, uh, even though I like to pretend like I'm not as old as I am. Is that you without makeup? That is me without makeup, yes. So um, I took a picture for Thank them. God for Max Factor. <laughs> I took a picture wow. for them reluctantly just because... I know I'm on camera all the time, and you got to wear a bunch of makeup on camera. Um, but they really have, it's really changed my skin texture, um, and I, I swear by it. You can go to tryskinkick.com and use promo code THEBLAZE30 for 
30% off of your order. And you can get the Clear Kick Trio. That includes all that you need. It's the cleanser, the blemish relief lotion, and the Glow, Renew- Glow Renewal Serum. That is TrySkinKick.com. Go there now. It will work for you. All right, so a poo. R.I.P. Apu. Apparently R.I.P. Apu, um, which is a fascinating story. I mean, you, you have, you know, just a quick recap. You know, Simpsons character Apu is apparently a stereotypical uh, Indian running a uh, convenience store. Unlike all the other characters on the show, which are also all stereotypical of whatever they are. You right. Bumblebee Man. Yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. Italian restaurant owner. You've got very Italian mob boss. Yeah, Cletus the slack-jawed yokel. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this you have is, the corrupt politician from Hyannisport. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's all stereotypes. That's what it is. It's supposed to be fun. Um, also, it's it's 83 years old. It yeah, makes sense that yeah. some of these characters would be a little dated. The political satire, the political correctness. Yeah, and, and but that's not like that. And they address that on the show. I mean, saying like, you know, sometimes you start with something and, and people get upset. What are you going to do about it? Maybe nothing. Um, well, apparently something. Their uh, latest reports are at least that they're going to pull him off the show, not make a big announcement about it, but he's just not going to appear on future episodes. I bet this had something to do with Hank Azaria, though. Uh, I think he might be right too. He seemed to be very hesitant when when mm-hmm. he seemed to be willing to give in on this one mm-hmm. um, at one point. And if you know, if you have the guy who's doing the voice and he doesn't want to do it, you know, like, like hey, look, it's. I mean, I think you have a couple of options, which are fire the guy, which would be completely justified if he decides not to do the voice he's contracted to do. But I don't think they want to do that to Hank Azaria. I think they love the guy. He so. probably does a bunch of other voices, too. I would he does yeah. a bunch of other voices. It would be, I mean, at this point, I think you could find Simpsons fill-ins considering. Uh, but, you know, the other thing which is amazing about Azaria is, I mean, if you've ever seen Brockmire, which is... Oh, uh, such uh, a good show. So good. Brockmire's so funny. Well, more offensive than anything you could possibly do with Apu in any episode times a thousand. Like it's the most offensive show on I've television. Never heard of it. oh, it's, a, great. it's great. It's a it's a washed up alcoholic yeah. uh, sports announcer from. I love that uh, idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kind of yeah. oh yeah, it's <laughs> filthy. I mean, but it's great. I mean, it's a great show. But I mean, it's hard for me to believe for a second that Hank Azaria is actually offended by any of this. It's just political correctness. Like he, you know, people. There was one couple of comedians who made a movie. The problem with Apu, which put all this pressure on, they said that you know it's a bad Indian stereotype, and they one of them was Indian, I think, or maybe both of them, and they said, why is it a bad Indian stereotype? I don't know. He seems like a great like he's, compared to the other people on the show, he's got a good job. Yeah. he's a he's a great family guy. He's got a hundred kids he takes care of. He works his butt off to do it. He's he's actually an awesome character on that show. He's a good role See, model. This is why I, th- I yeah. think that there's there's a better solution to this because I, I I think the problem is I have not watched this, but I think the the reason that they're offended is that he's like ah all Indians are are store clerks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the the way I would handle this, if I were a writer, because they've been doing this long enough, I would have his kids show second-generation Indians. Yeah. Um, have, have one of his kids be a Fulbright scholar. <laughs> and what, have one of his kids like starting a startup company like Google and like making a ton of money because the, uh, you know not necessarily going to uh, are you stereotyping <laughs> yeah, they're, they're that really second successful? generation oh Indians gosh. are very successful. I, I oh you know, hoping to marry in. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what I thought was interesting about it though, beyond the just how to me how absolutely ridiculous it is to do something like this, especially when you're caving to pressure. It's one thing if you you know if you're a creative person and you decide you know I don't really like that thing anymore. That's one thing you can change it. But this is just a, to me a straight cave and it really bothers me but beyond that it's like you have a situation where you have to realize when these situations with these uh, episodes begin when there is a protest and someone says you know i have a problem with that and then it starts to build online and it goes on and on and on you have to realize when this starts to become an issue for you that they will never be satisfied there will never be a point in which they think you are now correct enough for them you will be dealing with this once you show weakness in these areas you'll be dealing with it to the end of time because their reaction right. was we didn't want to remove why did you remove them 
We didn't want, why would you remove Apu? He's one of the most influential Indians on television. How can you remove the guy? We just wanted him to do X, Y, Z, and A, B, and C. Essentially, they just wanted to write his character for The Simpsons, which well, is... That could be kind of fun if they had, like, a picture-in-picture picture <laughs> at the bottom right for, like, a season of just Apu doing whatever they wanted. Exactly. They, like, like, let this, like, other writers do it. It's like, kind of like Mr. Bean, where it's quiet. Right. <laughs> I mean, like... I, I, would, I think I would have... I think I would have actually taken it and I would have written it so politically correct that it would have been so obviously unfunny that it's funny. Yeah, like uncomfortable. Just Just mocking, just putting it in their face. And they kind of did that with their first response, which was, you know, they were like, look, I mean, what are you going to do? Sometimes things that started out one way, now everyone takes another way. What are we supposed to do? Uh, And and it was Lisa, the, you know, uh, the, the stereotype of a little, you know, annoying PC progressive little girl uh, saying that, um, and I think they they tried to handle it that way. But you know, at some point, I think people are just like, oh, it's too much of a hassle, and they give in. And I just, you know, you realize that there's just going to be another one of these hassles around the corner. They're going to they find somebody else. They got to do. Fox should make a show composed entirely of characters that have been killed off, like Roseanne, who <laughs> yeah. just like like create this yeah. new thing. Maybe the, actually South Park should do it. South yes. Park, they should like cleave the writers, just mm-hmm. see what they do with it. Yeah, I would be interesting. The biggest takeaway for me in the story is that the Simpsons. Like people still watch it. Yeah, I, you know, I don't. I mean, I don't I know it's anybody who funny. still watches it Tree, though. Treehouse of Horrors is pretty good. If you're gonna like, I, I dip in. I don't watch it normally, but I'll, I'll dip in for the Halloween episodes. I think those are pretty. And well. I mean, I used to watch it yeah. when I was growing up. I just don't know anyone who still watches. I know. It. I, I left when Futurama came on. Yeah. Futurama, yeah. I, 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 I left and I've not come back. Yeah. Yet, so. I don't know. You've not lived until Homer has played you and, in two episodes. <laughs> God, that's happened. We're glad. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I yeah. forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Full episodes. <laughs> It was pretty crazy. Was that was nuts. pretty crazy. I mean, but I mean, you know, like, I, I find it with that show, because I think it's the, the standard thing to kind of say that it's terrible now, which is, I, it's definitely not as good as it was at one point. But I mean, I, I, every once it's, in a while. It's, it's, it comes back, because everyone's yeah, like, everyone's I tune in every two like, years. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was I, I fun, say, you know. The, the cool thing about I watched it with one of my friends here recently, and it, like, the amount of callbacks they can do is astonishing. Like, I was amazed. And whoever they've got on there, whether they have the original writers or whether they've got just full-time people going, oh, you know what, season four. I, I was just amazing. I was very impressed by it, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not the best show in the world anymore. At one point, it really was one of the best shows on television. Now, you know, like, look, there's a lot of crap on you, TV. You it's remember still when, when it was, like, it. super, super edgy? Like, yeah. when it first came oh, yeah. out, like, I couldn't watch it. I had to watch it with my parents, yeah. and they would Here's tell me what My mom would not let me yeah. watch right. it. Right. Here's what's crazy. <laughs> Conservatives all said, I don't know if that's a good show for society. I, I you know, Bart's not the best role model. Remember, when yeah. it first started, Bart was the star. And, uh, you know, he might not be the best role model. And we were told by all the progressives, shut up. Yeah, get over it. It's a shit. Get it's over a it. It's a stupid cartoon. Now, they're the ones saying, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm collecting my pearls and freaking out a little bit. It's an amazing switch. It really is. Uh, Hillary Clinton was just recently interviewed, and she left the goodness. door open yes. for a 2020 run. Please. Let's, oh. let's watch. Well, I'd like to be president. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The work would be work that I feel very well prepared for, having been in the Senate for eight years, having been a diplomat uh, in the State Department. And it's just going to be a lot of heavy lifting. So Um, are you going to be doing any of that lifting? Do you feel like... Oh, I have no idea, Kara, but I'm, I'm going to... You know, I'm not going to even think about it until we get through this uh, November 6th election. She does she's seem like she's still keeping it thinking about it. She's nuts. The first she... time she failed, okay. The second time she failed, uh, well, they're not going to. They're not going to. Third time, they'll never. Third time's a charm, right? 
They'll put her on the stage, but she won't have any support. She'd have a better chance winning as a Republican right now, I think, than a Democrat. <laughs> Wasn't there like a, a an Eastern European dictator or something? Rather than um, rather than like ousting him, they just kept like they kept the office going, and they're like, yeah, yeah, you're still like they could fake it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're doing it. That's uh, you. <laughs> yeah, you mean build her like a set like yeah, a, yeah. build her, build her an Oval Office. Yeah, but she would have, have to win going. an election first. No, no, oh, no, just, no. We just give it to her. We say, "Hey, <laughs> the parade's going to be a little downscale this year," and uh, and uh, and and. But we, you look, stay in your office and don't get too close to the windows because <laughs> you'll see that it's a set. You let her do it. You let her give speeches. You make. I'm even willing to pay <laughs> for a fake Fox News. That only is gone goes into her house and her offices. That everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, can you believe what President Hillary's doing?" <laughs> I like this. So we, we, we come to the point. We're going to do a Truman Show with Hillary yes, Clinton yes. as the president. Just to yes, keep her, I'm willing. She needs right. it. She yeah, needs I think I'm good with that. They, you know, they, politicians, they don't like. They always because once once you become a politician, like it's real hard to get off that. You know, I think she's, they'll they'll go like they'll run a think tank for five years and then yeah. they're like, actually, I'm going to yeah. do. I'm going to well, run again. She's got the problem that I think she. She is imperial. She believes she deserves it. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at that. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you, well, actually, you might have a different take than this, but do you think that she stayed with Bill all these years because she wanted the power? So I've talked to a lot of people that actually know the Clintons and don't necessarily like them, but know them and, and have told me several times they actually really love each other. It's so hard for me to believe. Yeah. I just... I don't know how, but it, it's the, that's their relationship from the beginning, and they actually really do love each other. Oh, you get the same. I mean, like that's a you know again, this it's House of Cards though, right? Like House of Cards, pretty clearly you know very ridiculously overdone version of the Clintons in, in many ways. And, like, they love each other, too, on that show in a yeah. very weird, weird sort of and way. And I think that's the way. Yeah. I think that's the way. It's, it's, I mean, again, it's all dumb speculation, I guess. But it's interesting. I think, too, there's a, there, going back to our earlier conversation about how we elevate these people, there's a, there's a real incentive for people like this to not say no, to, say, to, to avoid saying no to running yeah. for president. Because you're in the limelight. People will continue to put her on Fox News. Her, her rates for speeches will continue to be super high. You know, with her, maybe they continue that for a while. But, like, I know this was with Sarah Palin was a big thing back in the time when everyone was asking whether she was going to go. As soon as you say, I'm out, everyone's like, oh, all right, well, well who's the next person? You know, it's... It, Where it, did Sarah Palin go? Have you heard from her in forever? No. No. Her daughter is on a reality TV show on MTV, mm. I believe. Oh, that's... Mm. I think, I think she can she can reclaim the governorship. I, I think that's how oh, that really? works. Yeah. She's got X amount of Should time left on, on the debit card, so she's so got like. Are you, are you have you ruled out a twenty twenty run yet? <sighs> oh, you know, never say never. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Am I? Hold on, I'm going to be I'm going to be thirty six. Am I eligible? I think I can yeah, be vice president. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Congratulations. Well, you got the Abraham Lincoln beard. Yeah, that's right. We'll bring the beard back. I'll bring. You know, what? I'm going to bring the wig party back. I realize he wasn't a wig, but nonetheless, it's been fallow for a while. Needs a good leader. I'm that leader. All right. Good. All right. Well, you heard Did it here first on the blaze. Michael Higgins will be my running mate. Oh, wow. I get it. there you go. All you need is a hat and a wart, and you are in. <laughs> but today's poll: Can rhetoric, whether from an official or the media, be blamed for acts of violence? Let us know what you think at the blaze on Twitter. That is at the blaze. And then wait, how would you answer that? Why are we always answering them in front of the people? Right? We poll them and then we tell them what, what, what we're voting for. If we're saying, can it be blamed for acts of violence, wouldn't, wouldn't the answer be no? I mean, can, you can't can the blame media be, rhetoric. Give me the wording one more time. 
can rhetoric, mm -hmm. whether from an official or the media, be blamed for acts of violence? Never. Right. Hitler. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I'm getting no. stuck. I mean, you always oh, get stuck. Rwanda is an easy one, too. Yeah, like, I mean, that was very, you know, you know. There you, was outward incitement, which is a crime. And I think, again, committing a crime is different than, than what we're talking about here, which is like being... I heard something, and therefore I took it 25 steps past. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, I think a that there's, is a there's a huge difference. I mean, it's a, it's a criminal line, a yeah. quite clear cl criminal yeah. line there. I, I, I think it's kind of like if you're, if you're at a bar and, uh, and you punch the guy over there, and the whole time I've been going, that guy's a jerk, he he's a terrible person. Like, you can, you're not helping. You can be a contributing factor, but I would not put culpability but, at the front. But if you said Manson, right. right? Manson never killed anybody, right? Like, so, but Manson did say, you guys should go kill some big people, and, yeah. and was found guilty if of that. If you were that there was, the whole time going, you should punch that guy. Right, you should that's directly inciting yes. yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's a lot. But, but it, yeah. All right, well, let us know what you think. That is, again, at The Blaze on Twitter, and uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. That's a legal line. That's not the moral line. I mean, I think that there's a right thing to do and a wrong thing to do. But when it comes to, I mean, can you really hold someone responsible? I think it like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.